in position. He kicked about three pounds of haggis that time because it hardly got off the ground. Three pounds of haggis. 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 Three pounds of haggis because it hardly got off the ground. Let's talk sport with Scott Brown and Nathan Snade. This is it. On the 30. Kia ora and good and Orvin from Today Radio Studio 4 in Kirschberg, the headquarters of Let's Talk Sport. Yep, you heard that right. You started to hear a little bit of commentary there from the from Australian Rugby League. It's always one of my favourite commentators. <laughs> Mate, we are show number 114 tonight in the studio. You with my good self, Nathan Snade. Daniel Kaiser uh, joins me, who we've had before. Welcome, Daniel. Thank you for having me Daniel. once again. And who did you bring in tonight? I brought in our little... Uh, a little friend? A little friend, Mr. Danny Hutchins. Good evening, good evening. Good evening, good evening. Uh, this is your second time, isn't it, Danny, in the studio? My second time in, yeah. Comfortable, no? You're getting comfortable? Good, good, good. Well, we, we're going to be even more comfortable because we are fortunately adjo- joined by a jiu-jitsu fighter, Luisa Molano, is that correct? Yes, that's yep. right. Yeah, who's more intimidated right now, you or me? You- <laughs> to be honest, like the three of you in front of me, I guess you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you put that right. The weather is breezy, which has made it sweet. Daniel, have you been out for a run today? I didn't go for a run today, no. Just uh, a little bit of gardening. A little bit of gardening the weekend with gardening. With yeah, beautiful yeah. weather for it. Yeah, lovely. Very good. And yeah. It's, uh, yeah, just, you know, tidying. Yeah, and, and what about yourself, Danny, rest good. Day, rest day today. Rest lots day today. Food, lots of resting. We had a game on Friday. Then me and Danny did. We had a game of squash on Friday. So yeah. And what was it? What was the score? Um, I was. Uh, I was. I came off second best. Came off second best. <laughs> he's, he's playing pretty well at the moment. Danny, we're going to dive into your experience as well. I know it's the international sport, but we're going to dive into a little bit of your experience because before we, we, we had you on the show, and then a several weeks later, you went to Malta. So it'd be quite good to give a rundown of what happened uh, from the squash side of things in, 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 in Malta. Yeah, small well. Olympics, right? We'll have a little look at that. Yeah, have a little, a, a little dabble. I know you're itching to talk about West Ham because you're a hammer as well. <laughs> Daniel's just to get geared up for it because as Exactly, you're um, heartbroken, heartbroken this Sunday morning. You yeah. did. You you, re- you reminded me um, actually uh, when I asked you to come onto the show that uh, last time you came on, West Ham had a good win. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Last time it was a little West Ham we all went, against Man United. Yeah, we all went to the pub after the show to yep. watch uh, United West Ham. Louise, have you got any idea we're talking about West Ham and Manchester United? Any idea? You are you a footy footy fan? Not at all. Like not at all. And I've lived seven years in England, and I should know more about football. But you know, I just can't. I can't catch on to it. And you know, football is such a like. Uh, I feel like watching football. I always see guys like just tackling each other and stuff and I'm just mm. like guys just you know do do martial arts like, martial well, arts. Yeah. there we go there we go interesting one yeah, yeah it was quite opposite isn't it football yeah. where they roll around on the on, on, on the ground but um whereas here that's there's um, a few uh, there's yeah. a few famous footballers who are actually famous for for loving martial arts and like are quite highly qualified I mean prime example is uh, Zlatan he was a he was he was a yeah. black belt surprising Danny no, you'd expect it. <laughs> <laughs> I think he did Taekwondo. I think, yeah, it might have been Taekwondo, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, well, yeah. here we go. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask a question straight away before we get into um, what's on the world of the of the sports today. If you could get in a fight with any famous person or a jiu-jitsu fight, who would you take on? Ooh, that's a difficult question. I wasn't expecting that, you know. Yeah. Um, you know what? Actually, um, Probably uh, Mark Zuckerberg because he oh. started jiu-jitsu. Yeah, but really, yeah, he is, he is, and, and Elon Musk. Exactly. Wow. Now, I know. think they're going to take each other on. Yeah, yeah. There was like, kind of a feud between them and Twitter. I saw a picture of Zuckerberg the other day. He is absolutely ripped. Is he? He was in jiu-jitsu gym. Let me bring this up. He's like a black belt or something already. Yeah. And yeah. he's been training with. Uh, he's been. He's, he's been, been training for years. He's been training with uh, Asenja this week as well. The uh, the, yeah. the Kiwi Nigerian. He's been in, in, in camp with him. I think prepping for the fight. Is he actually going the to fight? Second one on the search thing. Mark I, actually, I'm not. I'm not sure if that's like a if it's a real thing or if it's just like you know people trying to 
make a you know like a Twitter thing go viral. But um, he definitely trains. He trains jiu-jitsu as well. And uh, he, as, as you mentioned, he's been training with like some MMA fighters as well. And I feel like jiu-jitsu is starting to catch on to a lot of like celebrities and actors as well. So yeah, mm. definitely if I have to fight someone, it's Mark Zuckerberg. Because like, I've been locked out of Facebook so many times. I'm like, I'm sick. <laughs> like, someone's got to get choked for this. <laughs> change your password. You uh, change your password. <laughs> all right. Louisa, would you mind giving us a little 60 seconds about, about yourself? Who is Louisa? Louisa Milano, and basically, what uh, apart from uh, Scott and myself inviting you into the studio, why have we invited? Because you're doing pretty some pretty cool. What I, what I think is pretty cool thing. So, can you um, give us sixty seconds on yourself? Yeah, sure. So, um, as mentioned, I'm actually born in in Spain, but I've been living in Luxembourg, um, you know, pretty much all my life. And I spent seven years in England, in London, where I studied and um, I trained and coached in a martial arts gym and also managed in a jiu-jitsu gym. And um, in obviously Brazilian Jiu Jitsu, if that wasn't clear yet. <laughs> yeah. And um, <laughs> that's the that's the BJJ. Yes, exactly. That's BJJ. But I've also tapped into other combat sports. Like before doing Jiu Jitsu, I was doing MMA, and um, I actually fought in an amateur fight uh, in, in MMA in Paris, like long time ago. And um, it was just like you know I couldn't deal with all the, the the head striking and all the damage you would take, like all the brain damage. So I was like, you know what? Let me you know let me chill and find something that is you know just as you know like um yeah just as, as, as not i don't want to say violent but you know i, I mm. kind of like that like you know the combat sport aspect of it and um i feel like jiu-jitsu is, is amazing because as a, as a woman as a smaller person as well like you can actually defeat like uh, big opponents you know using techniques and it's kind of the whole point of jiu-jitsu okay. um and what's more to know about me um yeah i mean I said I've coached um, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu and um, now I'm, I'm back in Luxembourg, obviously. And um, I'm here also, like, I just, you know, um, started this organization, as you, as I told you before, the Women's Martial Arts Luxembourg. And I'll be launching a personal training studio as well. That's cool. So I've got a couple things going on. Um, Busy lady. Awesome. Awesome. You, you can tell, you can hear the Spanish connection, right? A little bit, yeah. I gave you 60 seconds on yourself. You, t- you, t- you took about three and a half minutes. Seriously? But that's brilliant. That is absolutely brilliant. <laughs> Welcome to Let's Talk what Sport. What is your nationality, actually? Luxembourgish. Pure Luxembourgish. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah, we've got four Luxembourgish in the room. So all, all probably sound Luxembourgish. You probably don't have the accent, but we've all been here for a long, long time. Um, sport in on this day. Ooh, some good ones. It is there. some goodies, isn't it? No, I'm going to start off. You're going to read the second one, uh, yeah. Daniel. I will start off Football on this day in 1916, Brazil, uh, 1960, I'll make that clear. Brazil and Uruguay played a World Cup uh, soccer match. How many How many at the ground? Um, this can't be right. That's a lot of people. It's like a third of this country. 205,000. Whoa. I mean, 1960 wasn't that long ago. Smack. Can you imagine the traffic afterwards? <laughs> sports. Yeah. Imagine and, and, trying and, to get a pint. And in brackets, we've got record sports at, um, at attendance. So, wow. Wow. Massive, Amazing. massive, massive. That's a good one. 1988. Carl Lewis runs a wind assisted 100 metres in 9.78. That's a good one. Wheels. He's pretty quick. Rapid. Yeah. Yes. Rapid yeah. That. I've um I've I've alluded to the fact before watching uh, Carl Lewis get his uh, fourth gold medal was the first day that I wagged school, Ni- uh, 19, oh, really? 1984 uh, Los Angeles Olympics. Oh, it yeah. Was it probably reflects my um, <laughs> reflects my age as well, which is. <laughs> Where were we in the, that year, Danny? So you, so you wagged school for ten seconds of. Uh, <laughs> a bloke <laughs> you well, rebel, you. You rebel, you. Yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. Um, and 1995 golf was the U.S. women's golf at the Broadmoor. Annika Sorenstam of Sweden, who we know, she won her first ten, or first of ten LPGA major titles with a one-shot victory over Meg. Mellon. She was good. She was. I remember her playing. She was a really good player. She arguably put women's golf on the map with yeah. respect to the the, the, the founders. Almost, early. I think. Yeah. I mean, there's there's a few big names like that. She's definitely in there. Yeah. She's she'll, she'll be in the hat. Yeah, defo, defo, defo. To this day in two thousand and three, SB Awards. It was the eleventh SB Awards. That stands for excellent, um, excellence in sports performance yearly. It's an accolade that's presented by the ABC Network and ESPN to um, to recognise. Obviously, it was this week actually the one uh, the one this year. Do you know who won? Yeah, go on, Michaela Schifrin, the skier. Oh, I, every time he comes on the, the show, it, I wonder. Yeah, 
Every time I go on Instagram, all I see is him liking, it's him liking her, her posts. <laughs> that does not surprise me. Well, in this day, 2000 and, uh, in 2003, it was Lance Armstrong and Serena Williams. Shall we take that? Should we take that title back off him for just being a general cheat and a liar? Yeah, they had different careers, didn't they? (laughs) (laughs) Well put, well put. On this day in 2017, in in tennis, um, obviously uh, Wimbledon men's final. Daniel, can you please, or Danny, please keep me updated as the show goes on because I know it's, it's a thrilling. Fifth set's um, just kicked off. Yeah, fifth set. So, t- yeah, 2-2. Two, two. Whether the roof comes on tonight uh, yeah, w- would be another thing because yeah. then it would probably fall, uh, uh, fall in Novak's... Uh, yeah, would, would cause a delay as well. Cause a delay. They'd have to well, stop for about 45 minutes. It depends if they have another 26-minute game. Uh, <laughs> yeah, one, one, one <laughs> set. Uh, no, one game that lasted 26 minutes. Yeah. So if you're listening to this on tomorrow's show at 10 o'clock, then you'll, you'll already know who's won the game. But <laughs> us live here in the studio, we don't know who's won the game. So we'll be giving those live updates throughout the, the game. Thanks, guys. Um, so coming back to it, this day in 2017, Roger Federer beat uh, Marin Cilic 6-3, 6-1, for a record eighth Wimbledon men's titles. Mm. Is this going to be Alcaraz's first? Could be. It'll be the first time Djokovic loses on centre court in 10 years. He's really? lost for 10 years on that court. Smack. Wow, so that's a big, uh, a, a big, big moment. We've got a few f- happy birthdays as well. Gareth Bale, born in nineteen eighty-nine. Wendell Saylor. Wendell Saylor. Now, there's a name for the past. It is, isn't it? Well, oh, when you think God. of when I say Wendell Saylor, what do you think of when you say Wendell Saylor? Giant Aussie winger. Giant Aussie winger. Yeah, yeah. Can't say a thing. You, can't, you don't, can't say a thing of anything before my time. Or Orange. He's a queen. No. He played for Queen. Uh, played for the Brisbane Broncos. Played for Queensland. Obviously in the um, in the state of origin. Played for um, Australia in the rugby league as well. Yeah. Converted. Played um, played rugby union. Um, so Converting. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And was uh, known to have a few um, uh, white substance around on. Yeah, uh, was, yeah. He did a, had a misdemeanor, misdemeanor as well. Wendell Saylor ring any bell to you, Louisa? Not in your. Really Sports a big wide world, isn't it? Really diverse. Um, Sean Pollock, uh, the bowler. Sean Pollock, born in 1973, South African bowler. He could whistle them down. A yeah, classy, yeah. classy player. And uh, Adam Scott. Adam Scott. Born good, today. Good golfer. Happy birthday, Adam. Thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs> what's your? What's one of your uh, well, memories of Adam Scott? If you, again, I go back um, to what's your... I remember, actually, I, I think I was watching it with you we were watching the Masters together, and and he won it that he year. He won it, yeah. And yeah. I think was his no, he Williams, Steve Williams, who was the caddy, f- Tiger Woods, Tiger caddy. caddy. Yeah, he then went to uh, Adam Scott. That's afterwards. right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Adam Scott uses a broom he, putter. As exactly well. two hand. That's what I was yeah. exactly what I was thinking. Uh, yeah. the Kiwi caddy is it? Yeah. Kiwi caddy. At yeah. one stage, he was uh, New Zealand's uh, highest, highest, highest paid athlete. <laughs> highest paid athlete. But I mean, Jesus, it was it, it was to uh, it, was, it was the to Tiger, of Tiger, Tiger Woods. Exactly. Good well times, said. Good times for Tiger. I want to tell you one other story about sport and the history in the world today, and that goes to 1887, and it's the birthday of the shoeless Joe Jackson. Heard of him before? No. Yeah, baseball's not really our thing out here in Europe, is no, it? I know they play. Big. We know we know it, but we know a baseballer who plays uh, squash, Danny. Ah, um, Rudy. Rudy. Oh. Rudy's very good of Cuban origin. Um, big sport yeah. in Cuba. Yeah, but yeah, very, very huge. Sport. Central America. Central America's massive. Yeah. They love it as well. Yeah, so Shoeless Joe Jackson, it was an American uh, baseball outfielder. Now he played for the Chicago White Sox between 1908 and uh, 1920. He also played for two other teams. And in 1919, the World Series Black Sox scandal. Um, he His name was named Shoeless because he had blisters on his foot from a new pair of uh, cleats that he uh, that he received. They hurt so much that he took his shoes off before he was to bat. As play continued, a heckling fan noticed him running onto third base and shouted, you shoeless son of a gun. <laughs> <laughs> that sort of comments you can expect back in those, yeah, uh, in those yeah. we have We have different type of jargon now, don't we? A different type of words that we would use, but... You yeah. probably wouldn't be able to write down. Or, take or, a little segue there. I saw a video today of... The International Beer Mile in Chicago. So this is a yearly event where you have to run a mile. Uh, and these are proper runners, so they're running like four-minute miles. And uh, they have to have three beers during the run. So you're running around the track <laughs> and you have to have a beer every time. The bloke who had it, I think it was four-minute-twelve, his own world record. He nearly beat it 
by he lost it out by three seconds, but I lost his shoe on his second lap. So he <laughs> ran the whole thing with one uh, one shoe on. Four minute twelve for a mile. Sweet mother of Jesus, well, Denny Hutchins. Doesn't minutes. he come where, out? Where did he pull that? Where, out where did you get? I tell you, you what, me. Me. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, you're going to come on with, with stories like that. You're going to come in more more often. Absolutely uh, brilliant. Anyway, Joe, Shoeless Joe, who's an American outfielder, he played Major League Baseball in the 1900s, as I said. Now um, he had a 356 career batting average, which is actually the fourth highest in the Major League Basketball, and he's often remembered for his association with the Black Sox scandal and which members of the 1919 Chicago White Sox participated in a conspiracy to fix the World Series. Yeah. So that was the, obviously the negative. Now, he, um, he during that series prior, and then not, uh, and I was going to say, yeah, 1920, he was banned from the, um, from the MLB commissioner and he, uh, he actually hit 12 base hits the year the year before that, so he was a big star. He um, he entered the uh, baseball hall of fame, and obviously that's been. Oh, he got excluded, did he? Yeah, he got excluded. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, Shoeless Joe. Anyway, happy birthday, Shoeless. He's not with us today, unfortunately, but uh, <laughs> it's good that we're still speaking <laughs> about sport and the history in the world today. We are going to come on to our guest with Louisa, who's sitting over there. She was a little bit nervous today, but I was thinking, well, I'm not sure who's more nervous. The three <laughs> three blokes coming into a room with uh, with one that's a trade that's a jiu-jitsu fighter. Oh, um, very nice. Yeah. <laughs> so jiu-jitsu developed from the warrior class around the 17th century in Japan and it was de- designed to supplement the swordmanship of a warrior during combat. Yeah, that's mm. right. Yeah. And you can actually see still in, you know, the, the jiu-jitsu that we do nowadays that um, there's a lot of elements from the Japanese culture that are still in Brazilian jiu-jitsu, like the bowing, you know, the, the whole, like, um, the respect, um, you know, the, the whole respect thing of, of, of martial arts, bowing onto the ma, and then also the, the kimono that we call the gi. You also wear... Ah, uh, that's your, that's yeah. your white... Uh Bathrobe, if I can cheekily call it that, I'll stand back a little bit there, but they're going to throw one at me. You, no, no, you know what? I've actually seen people do jiu-jitsu in bathrobe. Yes, and that was at uni, and there was this like beginner course for jiu-jitsu, and people were just like showing up, no idea what jiu-jitsu was, and this guy just pulled out bathrobes, and everybody was, everybody was fighting in bathrobes, and it was hilarious. Because, <laughs> you know, you don't That's look right. very intimidating in a, in a bathrobe. I know, know, with Scooby-Doo on your top oh, Danny, Danny over here opened up that, he'll start a world championship with a pint every two and a half minutes. <laughs> That's that's, wow. that's actually a good idea. Jiu-jitsu in bathrobes. That's like jiu-jitsu. New, yeah. Is that something that can be um, launched as part of your campaign with uh, getting women and <laughs> getting, getting w- women in sport in, 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 in Luxembourg? Um, tell us about a, a little bit more about yourself. Why did you Why did you choose? I would say forget before jiu-jitsu. Why martial arts? Why? Well, I was. I used to watch UFC. You know, like uh, cage oh, yeah. fighting. And um, and it kind of started off from from there, you know. I used to watch it, and I would get really into it, and then knowing all the different fighters and their different backgrounds, and watching them compete against each other, and you kind of you know start to have like your favorite fighters and the favorite like fighting styles, and you get really involved in it. I guess it's like in football, you know, when you have like your your favorite club, and then you like supporting, it and it's like that's my club, and you just and you kind start of following it. them and everything, yes. and yeah. so you get like this whole like emotional connection as well to it. And then I was like, you know, I should actually do it myself, you know, and um, yes. Yeah, so so I, I, I just, I, don't, I can't even really remember my very first class, but I kind of like, you know, dabbled in different like martial arts, like I mentioned, like MMA. And then, yeah, and then from there, it was just like, it's been 10 years now. <laughs> Jiu-Jitsu wow. stuck. Wow, wow. And so, and, and now where do you, um, by the way, the three of us are not coming tomorrow to your uh, Jiu-Jitsu. We, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, where, whereabouts do you, uh, let's say, pra- where, where are you practicing? So right now in Luxembourg, I'm practicing at the Delta Brotherhood, which is in gyms. At the- <laughs> getting a bit sweaty here. Yeah. <laughs> Delta Brotherhood. Brotherhood. It, it? <laughs> Delta Brotherhood. Okay, yeah. and that's yeah. in gyms. You know the the fitness. Ah, yeah, yeah. gyms. Yeah. yeah, exactly at the Gach. So, um, yeah, I'm, that's where I'm currently like training. But as mentioned, like I've been I've been in Luxembourg back for about one and a half year. So yeah, it's it's different as well, you know, because obviously you're coming from England, you know, yeah. you have different like 
everything. The whole scene is different sure. and then coming back here. But it it's it's fun and it's great because you can kind of like incorporate things that you you know you've seen and learned in, in England and from different from different parts of the world because I've I've traveled uh, in lots of many like many different places and um you know I've trained in, in many different countries and it's really interesting. Wow, Ooh. where where's your coolest place you've trained? Um Vietnam. Whoa, nice. Yeah. The, the the club was sick honestly it was amazing it was huge and you just had like a box like you had five different boxing rings and then you had like a cages like five different MMA cages and just like it was huge there was a swimming pool and a wellness center and you had like a smoothie bar nice it was honestly it was amazing I just think of all those the, the little tie guys in their, in their tie shorts yeah. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> they, they have them under the robes yes yeah yeah <laughs> I'm not sure about that but yeah um yeah Okay. I bought, I bought a pair of tie shorts, incidentally. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> well, why does that not surprise you? you? Yourself, Danny, you'd be... Of course you had some. Of course you had some. Would you be seen in a pair of tie shorts? Of course I wouldn't. Yeah, of course <laughs> would. But would you be seen in a, in a, in a, in a bathrobe for a, uh, <laughs> to come and have a, uh, a, a, a little rumble or a bit of jiu-jitsu on the floor with... Uh, well, the bathrobe makes sense because I guess you need something to grip when you're grappling. Yeah. That's the thinking behind it, I guess. Exactly. Yeah. But the issue is with a bathrobe, it's obviously the, the material is not very strong. Yeah. And, you know, the grips are quite hot. Like, you, you really pull and, you know. So what happens is, like, the bathrobe will rip. Mm. So, yeah, <laughs> that's the only issue. I mean, it could be entertaining, you know. There's also car jiu-jitsu. That's a, that's a real thing. So it's like two people fighting in a car, doing jiu-jitsu in a car. It's a real thing. Look it up. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Oh, please. <laughs> oh, please. <laughs> we were, Scott and myself were uh, fortunate enough to get to go down to uh, you play and, and, and do some, I would say, wrestling more. Or, uh, we start off with karate, but then we got some wrestling. And Scott, as you know, is a rugby player and, and, and we, 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 we teed him up with the, with the young boys. Rafael Veras, who's the, who's the national coach of karate, mm-hmm. um, brought out his three uh, very good-looking sons to uh, come and grapple with Scott. And Scott, yeah, he's, he's got, the, got the skills. There's no doubt about it. But, boy, he was, went from within zero to ten seconds, he was dripping yeah. with sweat. Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah, that, that, that happens with you on the, on the floor, on the mat. I mean, you know, after 10 years of practicing, you would hope that, you know, I can hold more than five minutes. <laughs> but it's, it's, it's very physical. People, I think a lot of people are surprised. And even, you know, athletes coming from other sports are surprised by how, you know, physical it is and how, like, it, it takes a lot of endurance. And it's a different type of strength and endurance than you would have in, let's say, you know, running sports like rugby. Mm. Yeah, yeah, it's a different kind of fitness, isn't it? Yeah, it's, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We've been talking about that and we're raising it over the last three shows that the adrenaline the adrenaline level must be very different now yeah da- uh, daniel danny and myself we we play squash and there's no doubt about it we can go onto a court and we can be we can be nervous but it has to be a hell of a lot of different nerves and adrenaline yeah. going on when you're actually doing r- uh, rugby uh, kar- karate you know jiu jitsu ma- it's must- quite a humbling experience as well like if you have to tap out that's yeah. it's quite humbling like it's an experience you don't have with anything outside of that sort of martial arts world where you actually have to admit you're better than me. In jiu-jitsu, you yeah. tap out, you tap out in jiu-jitsu? Yes, yeah. Ah, didn't realise that. Yeah. The whole point of, of the fight, basically the fight ends with um, someone being submitted, which is then the, per- the the person who's losing, tapping, and then basically giving up. But, you know, it, it, there's also like a, a time limit, of, of course, you know, in the fighting. But the, the ultimate goal in jiu-jitsu is to submit your opponent. Yeah, how many rounds is a is a normal match? Um, there, it well, it depends. Usually there are no rounds, but you'll have usually the two types of competition you'll have is one, um, you know, like a like a competition where it's just like you you fight against different opponents, and then you have like a you have like a podium, and then you you know you you go first, second, third, or you have a super fight, and a super fight is basically like more uh, a boxing fight, you know, where you have a set opponent and it's one on one, and you, then it depends on the on the on the set of rules of that specific, you know. In, in the actual match itself, right? So, say for example, you you have a fight tomorrow. Is that like I don't know? It lasts ten minutes. They put ten minutes on the clock, or do you? Is yeah. it you literally? <laughs> you go in and you don't come out until you submit, or what? No, 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 like, there's, there's definitely a time limit, but okay. there's been like promotion who's, who tried the format of like just you know letting time go and then just waiting for a submission and okay. I think it was like I don't I'm not sure but I think there's a fight that just lasted so long like hours it just gets really boring because imagine like two guys just like wrestling it out yeah. after a while there's like no one is really chasing anything sure. it's just like surviving you know and it's like it has no end so usually fights will go between 5 to 10 minutes and it also depends on your rank and then you know if 
you're fighting adult, if you're fighting, you know, if yeah, children. Yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah. Okay, cool. So it's it's not like split up in like, you know, like boxing or even no, UFC no. where it's like yeah, yeah. rounds of two minutes or, I mean, you know, UFC is five minutes, I think, isn't it? Yeah, it's yeah. Well, in jiu-jitsu, usually it's five. That's your average. I say, av- okay. you know, on average, a fight in jiu-jitsu will be five minutes. We talked about the humbling experience of tapping out. What about the experience of winning? How does that feel? Oh, that's, of course, that's <laughs> You can imagine, you know, it's just like you feel on top of the world. And um, I remember like my first fight in England and, and I actually, I, I podiumed, I, I, I won silver. Yeah, I won silver on that fight. Uh, it's actually the shirt I'm wearing today. It's the English Open 2018. I will always remember that day because um, my first fight, and that was the first fight ever that I, I, you know, I fought on a major, you know, on a bigger like championship, you know, and in England, mm-hmm. you can imagine there's a lot of, you know, a lot of athletes. So you, you go through a lot of rounds and, 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 and fights. And then I remember my very first fight and I submitted the girl with an, an head arm triangle. And it's basically, I, I tapped her out and I just remember, I was like, oh my God, this is how happening like <laughs> i felt so much adrenaline i was like i can do anything yeah and then i lost the next fight <laughs> <laughs> well that happens in all sports yeah, to be honest. Yeah. we all get we we all get get a bit we would call it the whipped up datas don't we yeah. we all get a bit excited and we trip over our own feet after Ooh, all that quick one Al- alcaraz has just broken Djokovic in the fifth set in the f- first game of the fifth set no, the, it was the third so he's he's two he's two one up and now he's serving now he's serving. Oh, so the upper hand to Elka is at the, at the moment. Can I jump in with a question? Yeah, go on. Um, we learned that BJJ comes from Japan. Mm-hmm. Um, where does the Brazilian part come into it? Like, if what? it's from Japan? Yeah, so oh, basically yeah. what happened is, like, there was, like, this influential family from Japan who, like, um, immigrate to, to Brazil and then they kind of developed that style of fighting that, that the, the jiu-jitsu into what we know today as Brazilian jiu-jitsu and so it became much more hands-on and not as much of self-defense and more of a real like grappling sport and um, you know there's so elements change so you, so you still have today Japanese jiu-jitsu and a lot of people will not um, will you know get confused because Japanese jiu-jitsu and Brazilian jiu-jitsu are really two different um, sports you know and they, they have they have obviously their origin in common but besides that they you know it's it's complete different it's a, it's a different rule set and I think Japanese jiu-jitsu is much more based on like more of a self-defense so I, I think it goes more towards like Krav Maga and that kind of sort of uh, um, thing whereas jiu-jitsu is more for you know sport and um, so yeah so that's where so where the, that's where it comes from it's actually also the people that uh, moved to Brazil as a Gracie family which was big in jiu-jitsu and, and that family is also the one that founded the UFC so the first yeah. UFC oh, okay. was basically yeah. a jiu-jitsu dude who was like you know what let me show the world how amazing the sport is that I just developed mm. and then he just like he just fought people that came from different you know uh, martial arts and he just wanted to show how jiu-jitsu was the superior martial art yeah, fair enough I've just got a question here there's someone that sent me a, uh, uh, sent us a whatsapp and has asked um, please can you ask Louisa if she would suggest uh, jiu-jitsu as a good means for our, our two young daughters who are both under both under nine years old to protect themselves for self for self-defense in a good in a good way of life mm-hmm. oh definitely honestly like I cannot tell you how much um, you know jiu-jitsu has improved even for me my self-confidence and um, not just that but it's, it's, it's really like a life skill because first of all it's like you learn useful life skills right because everything that you learn in jiu-jitsu is going to be something that you can directly translate into real life because there's no um, you know, there's no no showing up like like um, you know someone's going to put real resistance into it. So you're actually fighting someone. So you know that the techniques that you're doing on the mat are going to work against someone who's putting full resistance on you. And I think that's something that's very important in jiu-jitsu and that in other martial arts or you know what, some, sometimes in self-defense, it's not very realistic. You know, you see sometimes like people disarming guns and and knives, and I'm like, mm, you know, I think it's it's a bit irresponsible to make people believe that they can you know just disarm someone with like a, a, a fire you know firearm. So I think jiu-jitsu. It's really great in that way. And I actually co- coached um, a lot of, of young kids as well in, in, in London, in England. And um, it's just amazing like how much fun they have doing it. And you just see kids that just went from being really introverted and quiet to seeing them really confident on the mat, you know. And I think that makes such a big difference. And then in seeing, you know, these kids like just like, yeah, just... It's good discipline as well, it. right? Yeah, yeah, it's good discipline, yeah. Exactly. It's amazing for, you know, discipline, just learning to, you know, mm. like your limits. But I also think, like, knowing that you have that, you know, st- strength kind of, you know, that you know how to defend yourself, it gives you that confidence where you also don't, um, you know, you don't need to, like, prove yourself, you know, because mm-hmm. you, know, you know what you can do. So I think sure. it, it really gives you a lot of confidence, especially as well for, for girls. Like, I would definitely recommend, you know, more girls joining. Do you have it, Chantel? There's your answer. I'll give you Louise's contact and, and, and get your good 
girls involved. Danny, we we not bully, bullying does happen in, in schools yeah, everywhere in the world. Even in Luxembourg, no no difference. I remember um, Danny as a young young fella coming in and he had bad days and good days with uh, the the what do you call it students in the in in the, in the street. Have you, did you ever come across a, a friend that was into karate or martial arts did, at that time? Back then, not at all. Until I got to Lycée. In Lycée, I got to know a couple of people who were into karate, especially karate. And did anyone mess with them? Not really. Because no. they just have this aura, don't they? You know, oh, that dude does karate. That they do, do mess do, with squash players. They do mess with squash <laughs> They try to. <laughs> if squash players are in at the wrong place at the wrong time, of course. <laughs> of course. Um, no, but I mean, it's, it's, that's absolutely right. It would certainly help. Uh, we can see how it helps uh, young, you know, young females, but young young children compose themselves. And I think the big thing is respect, isn't it? They yeah, they, 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 yeah. they learn so, which obviously comes back to respect of your school teacher and all, all, all this. It's sport in general. It um, that helps. Now, tell us what are you doing? Um, what are you doing in Luxembourg right now? Because I'm, well, as I introduced, you're setting up some uh, some are they, are they women's only groups or? Yeah, so basically, um, so the Women Martial Arts Luxembourg is something I recently, very recently set up. And the aim behind it is basically to just have like a kind of, um, you know, like a, a like a group or, you know, like a, a contact, a place of contact for fe- like um, women in martial arts to exchange, you know. And um, also like my aim would be to give visibility, you know, to women in martial arts in Luxembourg. Because I think, you know, when you, as a woman, you, you walk into a sport that's very, male dominant Mm -hmm. and you know it's just very hard kind of to you know get you out there and you know because it's always it's always guys everywhere you go it's guys and as, as, as a woman you tend to be kind of looked over even if you are higher graded and stuff it's like I think there's still this idea of you know size and you know you should see a big guy in the gym you're gonna be like this guy knows what he's doing you know? and then you see like a small tiny girl and you're like ah you know she pro- she's probably good but you know the guy you know he's a big you know the big fella so you know and um, I mean that's that's one of the things I love about jiu-jitsu because it's so that's very humbling you know when you know you have a big guy who gets submitted by a girl that's like half his size and he's like how did that happen yeah <laughs> so that's, that's a yeah good one, so and, and and so you know talking about the about the organization you know I'm, I'm really kind of hoping to also be able to just connect different women from different martial arts so that you can cross train and also if there were um you know like competitions or you know when if they they were looking for opponents or something we can kind of match make as well that's the, kind of the idea behind it so in, it was fair to say that that woman that like boxing would also be interested in jujitsu or people that like. Oh yeah. Yeah. And um, would you? What about UFC? Any any link to UFC there as well? Because I know that the the jujitsu mm-hmm. is probably the biggest yeah. asset when it comes to UFC. Would that be fair to say? If you can get the if you can get the 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 other athlete on the or other fighter on the ground. Yeah. Your jiu-jitsu experience is going to help definitely. out. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. I think that that jiu-jitsu is one of the I mean obviously as, as I was mentioning jiu-jitsu the UFC was created because, you know, because of jiu-jitsu and um I think it's one, you know, if you if you look at the big biggest, you know, like uh, the guys that were the most successful in the UFC, a lot of times they will have background in jiu-jitsu mm. also like a lot of wrestling now. You you'll see a lot of guys coming with wrestling background which is obviously a huge um you know asset you know even in jiu-jitsu but i i'm firm i'm a firm believer in in cross training i think there's so much to learn from each other i i we also um, train a couple of times with like the judo guys here from luxembourg and you know it's so there's so many things that overlap you know the, the grip fight and you know the throws that that's judo really you know mm. so i think there's a lot of like exchange that can be made and even you know for women to just kind of because obviously there's not as much reference points i think being able to you know just find other women that you can kind of you know ask questions and be like hey you know yeah, I sure. need to cut weight you know for competition or you know how do you do this or you know I need I need a sparring partner you know I think it would be really interesting because I'm I'm facing the same issues you know I'm coming in here and I'm like I can't find other other women you know that are that are on, on my level that are on my skill set that are you know in, in jiu-jitsu so you know I think it's a, it's a good way to kind of regroup and create that like connection and also to introduce new women into, into yeah sure into jiu-jitsu you know? fabulous yeah. fabulous Ronda, Ronda Rousey was jiu-jitsu or, or, or was she judo, judo. She was judo, right? Because yeah. I think her mum went to the Olympics, exactly. didn't she, for judo? I don't think Rousey went, did she? I think she did. She might I have think, done yeah, it. No, she did. She definitely did. Yeah. She definitely went to, she, she was known for her judo. Yeah. She would throw people. And- yeah. I believe that at the European Small Nation Games, uh, basketball, rugby, and judo, they got on very well. Big support. Oh, judo were great. Uh, we knew, we had a couple of connections with the judo team as well. And, uh, 
my competition with my going to later got caught short so once the judos had finished uh i was injured throughout the competition so i got to know the judo guys quite a bit as well and they're definitely a good good bunch definitely the loudest in a bar (laughs) (laughs) louder than the rugby uh well the rugby boys had a game in like on the thursday still so they weren't out on the wednesday yet and uh yeah, but the, the judos definitely give the rugby boys a, a bit of a run for their money. Really. Yeah. Daniel, you've played in, a, I think, a few, or a couple of uh, European in, small nations. Did you, uh, one, yeah. you, uh, you followed the, the judo? Actually, it, funnily enough, now that w- when we were saying there was a connection, I, I, I remember the judo guys being, uh, being really nice and they, they came to a lot of our games. Um, we spoke to them. They were, yeah, re- really nice guys, had a few beers with them. Yeah, yeah, good. It's not an Olympic sport, is it? Jiu Jitsu. It's not in the. It's not in the Olympics. No. It's not in. You know, it's not in the small. What's that girl games. called? Um, the amazing. Um, it was it. There was a, a, a an was, athlete. I think she was in the top fifteen or twenty in the world. Top five in the world. Yeah, yeah. She she lost bronze medal at uh, in uh, London. She lost the bronze oh, medal match. Yeah, so we've yeah. we got it all here. Maybe maybe we could bring it. We'll, we'll go and stalk her and find her and see if we can get her down on it. back onto the floor with uh, with with jujitsu. What about injuries? Do you, I mean, because it is a physical sport. You are using weights to. When I say weights, you are throwing each other out, countering weights, and sometimes you could do an injury or. Well, you know, I've been quite lucky because in 10 years of, you know, training, I've only recently um, experienced like a major injury where I had someone, um, I I swept someone and they basically fell onto my ankle. Then I had a pretty, you know, I can't really tell you what exactly happened in there. I had a, I I, I did an MRI, I did the scans, everything. um, Then I went to the physio. But um, yeah, in in ten years this is the first time that I've actually been you know proper injured. injured. Yeah, where you know I, I really had to take a break, and I'm still actually I'm still seeing a physiotherapist. I'm still trying to yeah work on that. Get get that back. Yeah. Does that um does that impair your self doubt? Um, like going into if you were to or probably not necessarily training, but it probably would it would it if you were going into a competition yeah to be honest yeah because I'm, I'm actually prepping for a comp now like I want to get back into competing because I haven't competed in a while because obviously I had a, a, a couple of projects you know going on so I've been really focusing on that but I really want to compete this year again because uh, especially before opening the the, tra- the studio you know I was thinking I really need to get back into a competition because once I'm opening this you know I'm just going to be busy doing that and I won't have time you know as much time for myself and for my training so um, yeah, it definitely it definitely played a, a you know like a like a you know mentally it was on my in my head you know thinking like ah, will I be able to you know be the same and and you know it's kind of like debilitating because also you walk into it like with a bit of a you know like a neck in your confidence you're like ah this is gonna is this gonna be okay and even training you know I, sometimes I notice I'm like I'm kind of worried with certain people you know if they're bigger than me you know it's depending on on, on the person I'm training with I'm, I'm a bit you know. I'm worried about the the injury, but to be fair, like I, I, I feel like in jiu-jitsu the the injury is not as high as in, in other like combat sports. Like I was okay. mentioning before, you know, I I didn't want to do MMA. I didn't want to you know continue with MMA because of the of the hit, striking. Hit back. The, yeah, yeah. Hitting. I was like this completely under. I completely understand. Yeah. We look at sports like uh, rugby, which are doing their best to try and control yeah, the, the head injuries, and it's yeah. to a point where it's actually can be a bit damaging to the rules in the game itself yeah, because definitely. sometimes like anything around the shoulders and things they're trying like, to bring something up. in in football now as well they're trying to bring the, the headers they're talking yeah. about the, 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 the you're not allowed to head uh, do heading training anymore I think in junior football in England oh in juniors yeah that's junior right football, yeah. So you're not allowed to train heading with kids so they do, do, we're doing so let's say the world of sport is trying to do everything we can to avoid head mm-hmm. injuries yet sports like boxing mm-hmm. uh, MMA that, that's Kind of what yeah, it's about. Yeah, we want to, you yeah. want to, you want to, want a knockout. So, I mean, boxing, contra, 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 boxing. What do you do? You aim for the bloke's head. Yeah. <laughs> it's literally like, the game. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it's a bit contradicting. Yeah, yeah, it's a kidneys as well. Yeah. Yeah. It's a bit contradicting to you know. Marie Muller, her name was, by the way. Marie Muller. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, that's right. That's yeah. right. Yeah. I've got a funny feeling that uh, it was. I think it was your old boy that. Uh, Started, let's say, following her at the games as well. When he was president of yes. the of the federation, he came yeah. he came across her, and I remember I remember him uh, raising that name. Proudest achievements? 
Um, I would say it was when I was um, in London and um, we opened a, a jiu-jitsu gym and then growing the, you know, growing the student base and especially like the, the women's group because it was a big thing for me to see more women involved in it and especially because I feel like with women there's a, a, a very, um, in you know, a very emotional side to it because a lot of women came with the idea of wanting to to do self-defense and with very, you know, like, um, pri like personal stories, you know, for women being attacked and, you know, having like a, like a bit of a lack in confidence and needing to rebuild that. And I feel like when you see those women come to you and then like now I, I see them now, you know, like I still get messages from girls I've been coaching, you know, and say like, thank you so much coach. And you know, I still think that's good. Compete and I, awesome. you know, I, I remember you were the ones, you know, to introduce me to it. The first steps you taught me everything. And I feel like this for me is really the biggest. It's, it's, I, I all, I always thought I was going to be big on, you know, winning competitions. But funnily enough, when I started coaching, like the coaching thing was more for me, like it gave me more, you know, like a, a sense of, you know, purpose and like uh, success more than winning competitions. That's good. Cool. When does it all, when does it all start up? When will you have your studio? When are you all up and running? In September. Yes. Perfect. Start of the school season. Start so if there's, exactly. Any, exactly. if there's any parents that are listening, if you've got young girls and you want to start getting them and build up their, build up their, their obviously their self-confidence, their level, I guess their level of respect, yes. get in, get in touch with Louisa. If you don't know how to get in touch with her, you can contact me and I'll put you in contact because <laughs> uh, we want some more uh, female fighters. And boys too, you know. I'm open boys to, too. Yeah, open, open, open to the rest of the boys. We well, got two. You got two here that are going to go in front of me. I'll walk. I'll walk them down there by the collar when they've been misbehaving. I can assure you of that. So we're going to go into some some of the favourite questions and things that we ask. It's not all serious here at Let's Talk Sport. We like to keep it social. We've talked about. <clears throat> Sorry, we've talked about the uh, stadium that you went to, and your favourite one was in um, was in Thailand, Vietnam, uh, Vietnam rather. Rituals, patterns, and superstitions. Do you always do you always wear, let's say, the same red underwear before you're going to fight, <laughs> or do you? What is there anything you have any um, when you put your shoes out? Do you always put your left your left on the left side of the right? Not really, you know, like I'm not a very superstitious person, not at all, really? actually. I just have like, I think um, I just have this like a, a, a ritual before competing where I go before on the mat and I have like this. This was actually like a, a, a mental coach who taught me this. And he was like, before you go into a fight, you need to kind of switch your, almost your personalities. Like you, you Luisa is like out and then you, you just become an athlete and you, you just like put everything behind you. And he said to trigger that he he gave me the cue of you know like the, the 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 advice of like making like performing like a like a physical you know like touching something or you know touching that like performing like a like a movement you know with my hands or clapping on the, on the on the mat or something and that would be kind of like that's the moment where you switch into like oh yeah okay competition and actually i did that because that really helped me kind of like you know it's it's almost like you know you turn on the switch and it's like once that switch is on it's like you're in a different mode so you'd say you go you'd, you'd trust that source rather than the the, the thumping music through the head Headphones, because <laughs> there's a lot of people that have that. They yeah. come in. And there's some people I can see with headphones on, and I can tell you there's nothing going on between the. As a coach, there's nothing going on between the. As I've said to you to Danny before, nothing going on between the lugs. Is there? Yeah. They've just got music on because it looks cool or, or, or seems cool. But well, you know, actually. Now that you mentioned it, I have one thing that I do, but that's way before. That's when I'm competing and when I'm waiting to be called out, because then you have your name, and that's like one of the most intimidating thing when you hear your names and loud, you know, like on the loudspeakers, ah, yeah. and the whole place just knows this is you, and you have to run to your mat, you know, on time. And and what I would do to kind of calm down and focus is like the Rubik's cube. So oh I yeah. Do solve like Rubik's Ooh. cubes, like. That's a good one. It is yeah. a good one. That's up. Yeah, it's up yeah. your alley, that one, isn't it? I like them. That's I good. actually have one here. You keep oh, it with nice. Because yeah, I oh, was nervous, wow. you know? So I was like, I do the same thing as for competitions. I'll just play so with you my just Rubik's Cube, you play know? Play with your Rubik's Cube. Yeah. Calm the nerves. That's Ooh, a very good that's one. That's good. Daniel, and yourself in squash, did or, in, or in golf, any any rituals? Um, golf, you might have a couple. No, golf, I'm, I'm a little bit more relaxed, let's say now, because I've, I've learned to try and not care as much <laughs> <laughs> I like that <laughs> um, squash no I mean I, rarely, I sometimes listen to music rarely though maybe just a little bit about an hour before the game or something if I have downtime but otherwise no I mean I I have um, 
I reckon he's got one. He would, I reckon he has got one. He's definitely got one. I so do, he I, wouldn't. He, he wouldn't park his. He wouldn't park his car further than fifty meters away from the front door. That's that that's that would frustrate yeah. him. I mean, bring that up next time you play that, him, Danny. That, that would, would frustrate me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, you, you, you couldn't speak to Daniel back in the day five minutes before a game. He'd have his headphones on. He'd give you the eyes the whole time, looking yeah. at you. Yeah. Okay, let's go, let's go, let's go. So he's given. But I told you, it's best probably where I got it. There was nothing going on between the lugs. <laughs> what about yourself, Danny? Any little rituals? You can, no real superstitions. No. Just a little walk across the bridge before your match, and everything's uh, mm-hmm. everything's yeah, home and home. Just for a little walk around and uh, yeah. get ready, get myself in the right mental space. It's funny. It's funny. I, I mean, I certainly didn't. I had some some rituals myself, but they were yeah, more. You're a, you're a bit ADD, well, not ADD, um, OCD, and yes, yeah, kind of certain things. I've got to make like, sure things tidy. are th- tidy. Yeah, tidy. Tidy, exactly. very tidy off the court. The shoes are always aligned, very straight. Uh, racket, yeah. towel, ball, water. Hotel at in the evening. The the, the curtains have to be they have to be perfectly flush. Couldn't have it where there's just a, bit, a bad overlap or anything like that. And it frustrates the hell out of me. <laughs> Did it take you a while to get it done? Like 10, 15 minutes? <laughs> <laughs> well, no, you, and, then you, and then you tidy it up and then you get he's, back in and you go, oh, it's not done again. So you have to get back out of bed. He's calling, he's calling reception for a steamer so you can steam them. <laughs> Things never, like that. Never roomed with him. Never roomed with, roomed with you. With you. Uh, <laughs> I roomed with him a few times. So. He's, he's not... Right, back over to you, Louisa. Yeah, sorry, We're going to stay with it. We got it's a very, very <laughs> side check. No, I, um, I like listening. Favorite, to favorite, um, favorite roommate. Roommate. Yeah, when you're on when you're on tour, when you're away at a competition, you have a favorite roommate. You know, what? I usually I, I used to compete by myself a lot. Oof. Yeah, it's it's a bit lonely. Yeah, um, a lot of people like being in in groups and kind of going with their coaches and and other teammates. Mm. But um, a lot of time, I actually, I was the opposite. Like, I would like to go by myself. And I actually sometimes just sign up to a competition, wouldn't tell anyone, just show up there. The next day, I'd be like, hey, by the way, I just won this, you know? <laughs> so, yeah. So you, yeah so I, I suppose as a sport, it is more of an individual sport, though, isn't it? As opposed to, let's but say... But when you're going away as a team, yeah, when you're going away as a team, let's give everyone um, individual rooms. <clears throat> Yeah, I, I, I guess so. But, you know, like the mo- most competitions I would do were in England. And then, um, you know, that that's the advantage as well. You would have so many competitions that, you know, you would just wake up. You didn't really need to, to sleep over somewhere. You just no, like, okay, take your so car, you know, more drive of a day in the morning thing. Okay. and then, you know, get back afterwards, you know. Um, okay. So, yeah, it wasn't. And, and as I mentioned, I really like being by myself. Like I know a lot of people prefer having like a big entourage, having their coaches and, you know, teammates. But I feel like I get really nervous when I have so many people around me. I'm like, no look at me (laughs) right we're gonna hit to um i call it call this the let's find out the real character of our our, our guest let's see what what team she's on yeah so to speak so we've got um are you with us danny you're on the you're on the right page okay so i'm gonna i'm gonna start off with the with the first question there if um you had to walk you talked about coming up onto the on onto the mat and they they, you know there's music blaring or there's lights going where they call your name you are ready to fight the uh let's call this the european jiu-jitsu champion Mm -hmm. what walkout music are you coming to Ooh, that is such a good question because you don't know how many times I've been arguing about this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we got a debatable one. Okay. okay, you can give us some. You can give us them both and why, why, ah, and, and why which so, one. This is really difficult. Okay, so I had one that was what was it? It was like some. It was like I think it was Skrillex. Skrillex. Yes. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> and it was just I don't remember. What, it was like one of the Skrillex songs where it's just like it just gets me pumping. Yeah. And I was like, but do I want to have like a music that's like cool? You know, where you walk out and people are like, wow, you know, that's that's it's, that's a sick, you know, that's a sick. <laughs> Walkout song, or do I just want to have something that just gets that just gets me? So you know, I had a lot of, of you know, like because I'm, I'm Spanish, I, I like the you know like Spanish music, you know, and that goes into like all the um, uh, you know like uh, reggaeton and stuff, reggaeton, stuff like yeah. that, you know. And I was like, do I do I really want to pull this off? Like I just gonna walk in there listening to Gasolina from yeah, exactly you know, before like trying to choke someone out. I'm like, eh. but and then I was thinking, well, you of, could flip it, Enrique Hero. Yeah. But you know, I've I've heard so many different like walkout songs, and there were like things I've heard Taylor Swift people walking out to Taylor Swift. I've heard all kinds of walkout songs. Like people have. Sometimes I think it's a mind game. You yeah, know? Of you just put like a really weird song, yeah. and the other one is like throws off your opponent yeah, exactly. It's like what the hell is going we, on? We had the Belleville Rugby Ferrets on the other week, and they said, and and his walkout music was um, Britney Spears. Yeah, thank yeah, you. Yeah, <laughs> That's brilliant. Brilliant. Go on, D- Daniel. I'll ask you. You can get, you can rip into some of these questions as well. Oh, I like they're I important. Like, I like this other one. Mullet versus mustache. 
For me? I mean, I don't think for you. For this That's summer, you, you, you're going you're, you're going down. <laughs> you're going down. You're going to find your perfect bloke on the on the beach in Spain. And the beach, there were many beaches in Spain. I can't tell you which one. And you, and there's two guys. Are you going to go for the mullet or are you going to go for the moustache? Definitely moustache. Definitely the moustache. <laughs> <laughs> well, do, do you guys really still like wear that? Oh, they they've taken a huge comeback. What do you mean? Do they still do it? Wait, it never went out. It never went out. <laughs> Hold on, we're talking about the mullet, like the hair. Yeah, 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 the, the official, the, back, yeah. No, the official moule. Loads of loads okay. of people are doing it now. It's back. I think it's it's back again. Like it's trending again, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a thing again. It never, what do you mean again? It never left the rugby and New Zealand. Yeah, yeah. yeah I was going to say it's, it's Australia. It's, it's, it's it never left that part that of the part world. Of the world. Right. Yeah. No, You're going. There's you, no way. No okay. Way. The mullet is no, not happening. Okay, so we're going to go. We're going to go Skrillex, and we're going to go with a. We're going to go with a moustache over the mule. And are we going socks up or socks down? Up. Up, up, up. Yeah. socks up, doing it, yeah, doing it, yeah, yeah very, yeah. We, call, we could we'd change the name, socks up, socks down to the dude, yeah, dude. yeah we got a good reason you know, for that, doing because, because, yeah, we, we, I we, like we, those we, questions, yeah, <laughs> no, no, they, they, they're, they're very, about important. Your very, very important, and now I'm gonna I'm gonna stay along the the lines with Moulet and Mustache, come back on it, so same scenario beach of Spain this summer, probably not right now because it's too hot down there, but are you gonna go with the bloke in the budgies or the boardies? What are boardies? Boardies, like board shorts. Board shorts. We gotta, so you're about to go for a dip, you're going to go for the, the budgies or boardies? No, boardies, boardies. No, <laughs> I don't I'm get it. No I, I don't get it. Oh, come on. You're telling me that I'm you wouldn't go with that? You, no, yeah. that I'm, I'm with you. you. What, agreed, what do you guys agreed. wear? Budgies? Nah, boards. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah. The right Too answer right. is the opposite of Nathan. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Not at all. Oh. You could, the right answer is both, oh. moustache and moulet. Game, set, match, by the way. <laughs> Game, set, match. We have a news alert. Daniel, on uh, desk number two, tell us about it. Game, What's set, match. To, Alcaraz, Alcaraz beat him 6-4 in the, in the fifth set. So we have a new uh, Wimbledon New Wimbledon champion. champion. 20-year-old. 20-year-old. Uh, fabulous. First person under 21 to win Wimbledon since Djokovic. Wow. Yeah. There you go. Wow, wow. And like I say, first time he's lost on that court in 10 years. Wow. Wow, 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 wow. Fair, wow. Play. Fair play. So Alcaraz, there's the Wimbledon oh, There's the Wimbledon news for you. We might touch off. We've got five minutes to, to finish things off there. But before we before we do, we've got one last uh, question for you, which is going to be a bit of a sensitive, bit of a sensitive one. So you talk about your team travelling. Mm-hmm. Which one would you most likely want to get in a pillow fight with? Mm. <laughs> with my teammates? Yeah. Um, I can't say I can't say uh, uh, I can't say jujitsu because you, you, you're training with them all the time. But actual proper in the ring pillow fight. And it needs to be a teammate. It needs to be a teammate. It needs to be a teammate. Okay, um, I'm, I'm going to go. You know what? I'm going to go with my you know with my 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 buddy my 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 teammate number my one. teammate my number one. You know the one I always train with. That's Laurence. Laurence. Yes. There we go. Laurence, Laurence I hope you're listening. We, 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 we <laughs> wins that fight. <laughs> huh? Who wins that fight? You know what? That's no difficult because yeah, she's very technical. So that's the thing. it's all about technique. <laughs> exactly. You know, that, that's, that's what gets Get that you whip. Yeah. Very good. Very good. Oh, to finish off, there's a reason I brought Danny and Daniel in tonight. One because because Scott uh, missed the Mr. Bus and is still playing his uh, <laughs> uh, playing his sevens rugby tournament in Germany. But uh, the other one, Danny, can you give me a little bit of an update? What is happening with your beloved West Ham or our beloved West Ham? Yes, I should say yours, yeah. because there's been speak to this camera here. Yeah, yeah you can just so get my message. To get Declan the message. Rice. You want to get the Declan Rice? You want a message to him? So I had to unfollow Declan Rice today on Instagram. Oh, pain. He's moved to Arsenal, so our captain, our hero. Yeah. He's left us. He's gone to Arsenal. 105 million, so... Gee whiz. And a new British uh, transfer record uh, for a British player. Uh, He's worth it. Must be, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, he's a great player. He's been good for us. He's been amazing for us. Like, came over when he was 14. Enough to unfollow, though? I mean, I can understand if he went to Tottenham, you'd unfollow him. him in red and white. It doesn't look... Yeah, I saw it. It doesn't suit him. Claret blue, it suits him. (laughs) Suits him. Yeah, so it's a big... It's a very sad day in West Ham. My West Ham life today. Yeah. Exactly. (laughs) The cameras were are on you. And what about yourself, uh, Daniel? Man United. What's going on? Is it West Ham going to take Maguire off your hands? Maybe that was the latest one. Um, He, uh, I I saw an article today. He just got stripped of the captaincy. Is that Bruno captain now? Then I think so. Captain Bruno. So is that is is that let's say a positive sign for West Ham that 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 if he's been stripped of his captaincy then yeah I mean there's a few things a bit of a demotion isn't it I'd be happy to take maybe 
yeah, I'd yeah. give him the captaincy at West Ham. Yeah. There you go. David Doesn't De Gea, the United no, longer, no longer with big, the United after 12 years. Big, big news. A little bit disrespectful, do you think? We, me and Danny were talking about this on the way in that, you know, he didn't get the proper send-off. He didn't get an Old Trafford send-off, you know. And he deserves is, it. Absolutely. I niche, mean, niche for me. Niche, yeah. niche. Yeah. Can't be doing that. Like the guy's yeah. been there twelve years. Let them know that it's his last game. Broken all sorts of records. Yeah. I mean, we were saying he he won Premiership Player of the Year for three or four years. You know, he's well, United, few- United Player of the Year. Sorry, <laughs> United Player. He never won Premier League Player of the Year. <laughs> but he won the Golden Glove loads of times. Yeah, look, these guys will go tit for tat all all evening long. But we're nearing the end of the show. Formula One. Formula One. Ricardo returns. Honey Badger's back. Yeah. Yeah, Justin, he's uh, back for the Grand Prix for next weekend, which is in Budapest. Budapest, yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah, should be, I mean, great for him. Uh, but I mean, again... And how long will he be back for? Because I know it's Belgium, Spa, just down the road, only two or two hours up it's across the road. About half the season. Half the season. Yeah, so, he'll, yeah. uh, so, he, no, so he will race for the remainder of the season? For the whole season. Okay, the Fry, so what is it, after 10 the freeze, games? Yeah. The freeze, yeah. 10, ga- 10, 10 races. 10 races. Been... I mean, Red, Red Bull uh, have ruthless. always been it's pretty ruthless. ruthless. Yeah. And uh, I mean, so, th- so this is for Alpha Taris. This is the the second Red Bull team. And uh, but yeah, I mean, Red Bull have always been pretty ruthless. Like uh, Christian Horner doesn't particularly seem like a guy uh, to mess with. No, no, definitely. Terms of business, definitely not. Have you boys been looking at the women's football? Can't say I have. Can't yet. Say no, it's just about the, to kick, yeah, about to kick off. Team, yeah. They had a couple of disappointing results leading up to it. Lionesses did, yeah. So after coming off the back of was it winning the Euros? Winning the Euro uh, last, last year. year? Last year, so a bit of a shame to see them not quite getting the preparation they needed. Mm. I mean, they've lost a couple of big names since that Euros win. I think there's yeah. like three or four of the mainstays of the team who've since retired or since retired. Been there for 20-odd years. Who'll, who'll yeah. be the teams to watch? US? I mean, the usual US. candidates. You have Brazil, yeah. you'll have US. There's a few um, Germany. lasts, a big last uh, for that Brazilian. Um, ah, yeah, the Brazilian team. Yeah, she's uh, the star of the Brazilian team. It's her last World Cup as well. She's yeah. uh, been there for years and years. Germany so. are always good in the ladies as well. Sweden. Yeah. US. So. US, yeah. It's very interesting because that, this year they're having the uh, Women's World Cup in Australia and New Zealand. And uh, I was reading the New Zealand news on the weekend and they can't, give the, they can't sell the tickets. They can't give them away. Really? Where are they? Oh, they, they are giving them away rather. Capacity, because I mean that's the thing. At the Euros, what a success it was in the UK was just every single game being sold out, the atmosphere yeah. and everything. Because we played at decent Euros, but it's not a it's not a really a footballing footballing nation culture yeah. or footballing nation. Sh- in Australia, you'd probably get a little bit more. Australia, I'd have thought. Oh, you, you certainly will. There'll be fans there. There's mm. no there's no doubt about it. But they are they are giving uh, they are giving a, tickets away, which is uh, which is uh, a, a bit of a reflection. Is it is it has it gone to the has it gone to the right country? Bit of a, uh, I think it must be a definitely concerning, we should say. What about the golf, Daniel? You told me you're watching some golf this morning. Yeah, so the Genesis uh, Scottish Open. Um, Rory McIlroy um, played a, a really good uh, last round. He was he was under pressure from uh, from from a local player, Robert McIntyre, who shot 64 today. Oof. And then, uh, but uh, McIlroy just uh, held his nerve and finished off with two birdies to win by one shot. So will we wait, be waiting for year ten with a win? Where finally he's got a let's say a, a, a win mean, that's been not, he hasn't won for a major for nine years. Yeah, it's it's a good warm up because the uh, the British Open is next week. The Open, the last go into the Open, isn't it? Yep. Yeah. Golden State Warriors star Stephen Curry sunk an incredible hole in one during the American oh, Century <laughs> Celebrity Golf Championship. Did you? That was brilliant. Wow, that was brilliant, that was brilliant wasn't that, it? That was all over Instagram, but yeah, it was great. One of the one of the finer moments. Good golfer, Steph Curry. It's amazing how many. I was just thinking how many other sportsmen are good golfers. Yeah, you think about like the Gareth Bale's football players and stuff. Yeah. They're all like a lot of them are playing off scratch, uh, playing off of ones and twos and stuff. So you know, uh, Michael Phelps is really good as well. Surprise! Surprise! Yeah. Surprise! Surprise! It was, it was funny. I saw a video of him because he was he was doing a celeb thing, and then he was he was on the first tee, and then someone from the crowd shouted, uh, "Back slap! Back slap!" Because you know, before he dove in, he always did this thing where he bent over and like did it, okay. his leg like this. <laughs> and so then he was like, "Do you want it?" And he yeah. dropped his glove and he did, he did it. it. Oh, brilliant! 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 All right, guys, that is the wrap for today. Very thank you for stepping in for, for Scott. We've got two very good men who we'll be certainly back on before. I want to go more delve into, delve into the West Ham. I didn't even have an opportunity to get into the uh, European Small Nation Games I wanted. Ah, yeah, we course. touched on it. Thank you again, Daniel, for uh, stepping in as, as well. Always a Louisa, pleasure. of course, this is your very first time on Let's Talk Sport, and we hope to have you uh, back on the, sh- on, on the show. Um, 
I go to obviously thank all the volunteers. Is there anyone, any volunteers or anyone helpful that you would any volunteers that you that's helping you build up the new uh, jiu-jitsu club? Well, you know, there's a lot of people. I've had a lot of friends helping me out, so it would be hard to like mention everyone. But I think those who know know, you know. But um, it was a real pleasure being here. So thank you so much for having me. And you know, thank I you. actually bought you guys something. Okay, go on. Yeah, really. So you know, it's ru- it- I don't think I know what it is. Rubik's cube. Is it a Rubik's cube? Rubik's cube is right here. But, you know, oh, I, you, I need it. I need you, it more than you guys. That, that, you know, I need it for the nerds. So. But thank you very much. Much cooler than a Rubik's cube. Okay, it's your very own oh, jujitsu wow. belt. Now look at this. Thank you very much. Tie myself. In fact, tonight we'll see on. Uh, we'll have a look on social media, and you'll see myself with a bathrobe if you don't mind. <laughs> with the with the jujitsu right. belt, you know, the belt very, is legit. So that's all that that's about. That's legit. Very. Thank cool. you very much, Louisa. That is very cool. And again, if you are listening to the show and you're wanting your kids to get involved with uh, into, into jujitsu or into a martial art, do not hesitate to get in touch with um, with Louisa. Um, check out the regulars. We got Sam tomorrow at six a.m. Steps at twelve. Melissa, do, who does the home stretch at three uh, at. 3 p- at 3pm as I said and uh, check us out on Facebook, Insta, RTL Play website. Until Wednesday it's cheers! See you guys!